that actually would happen to me where like it gets snagged on a <laughs> on a seat belt or something. Lance, do you remember one time? I think oh no, this wasn't my badge. This was my car keys. <laughs> and I was like, Lance, I, I can't find my I car keys. I just drove here. <laughs> my car keys like because i was gonna lock my car i was lock my car yep i always put my car keys in my purse yep. then lock it so i don't and i was like lance i, I just got here i i, I do, literally just drove here i drove here i cannot find my car keys hello everybody and welcome to lancelot's roundtable Season two, we've got a great guest today. If you guys will remember, probably in some of the past podcasts, I talked about uh, just kind of post-college life, worked a couple different jobs, uh, mostly at a local bank. And uh, there was a particular point in time where I was having kids, we were having kids, and uh, boy, I needed a new job. And uh, I was not having any luck looking for a new job. Finally, somebody that I used to work with, I found out that the job that she had moved to, the company she had moved to, was hiring. So I put in for that job, went in, interviewed for that job, and I got the offer. And it was a nice pay bump from what I was getting. I was on poverty level, what I would call poverty level. And then I got this new job and it kind of took me out of poverty level. And um, I kind of consider that my big break. So today I have somebody that I worked with uh, at that company. So my guest today studied at the Ohio State University, majoring in Spanish linguistics with a minor in international studies. After university, she nannied for a time before starting her career with a well-known retailer as a buyer. But there's another word for that. What was it? Procurement. Procurement. <laughs> Procurement. After a time, she moved to a new company where she started a new job managing marketing projects, which is where we met. She is a wife a mother of three amazing kiddos, and today I'm pleased to welcome Natalie Baldwin to Lancelot's Roundtable. Natalie, welcome to the Roundtable. Lance, thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. This is going to be a fun, a fun episode. Yeah. So let's talk about. Let's just jump, just dive into uh, when we when we met. So I started working at the company that we both still work at. Yep. Back in 2013, you were on maternity leave. Yep. With Eliza, yeah, the second baby number two, baby number two. You were mm -hmm. you were out on maternity leave with baby number two. We only had our daughter. I don't even think you were pregnant. Everybody, Kim's mic. Mike, uh, Kim, say hi. Hey, everybody. So you weren't pregnant for Connor yet, right? No, she no. wasn't. Oh, mm -hmm. see, so you would know. I, I, yep, remember clear as day. Clear as day. Yep. Lance, not so much. Yeah, we waited a long time in yep. between AC and Connor. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I arrive at Alliance Data, and then I find out that I'm going to be partnered with somebody on the top client for our company. Our company manages credit card programs for different retailers. At the time, it was mostly just retailers, and I found out that I was going to be supporting essentially our largest brand and that I was going to be partnered with somebody. And that person was Natalie. But you were on maternity leave for like at least a few weeks before you, you came back. Yeah. Yeah. I think you had started, what, like three or four weeks before I came back? Yeah. So I started in like June. Mm -hmm. You had Eliza. Maybe Actually, in, you probably had already had Eliza. Yeah, I had. Mm -hmm. And then so you came back. Mm -hmm. And so talk me through what was going on when you were like getting ready to return. You found out that you were going to be 
partnered up with a new guy. I did. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about that. Yeah. So, um, our boss at the time had called me. She was like, I'm so excited. You guys are going to get along so well. You guys are so much alike. I'm so excited for you, which it was weird at the time because I remember, and I remember telling Steven this, I was, Steven's my husband. I said, you know, I don't, I feel like I don't have any like best friends when I'm going back to work. And he's yeah. like, oh, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of sad. Cause and, you want to have a best friend yeah, at work. Yeah, you want to have a best friend at yeah. work. And I was like, you know, I mean, everybody was nice, but I had only been, I had only been there for, um, what I think just a over a year. year? Yeah. yeah. So I had made friends, but I feel like I didn't have like a bestie. Um, so it was a little nerve wracking to go back cause you're off for almost, you know, three months. And, um, when that's so, so funny, cause I think then you were on vacation or something. That maybe? sounds right. Yeah. I think when I, took I time then off. when I came back, so I think it was like a week. So you walked in, we met, <laughs> you know, and I was like, Oh, like again, just some guy, you know, great. Yep. Like we're going to random short dude. Yeah, We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> gonna work together and it's gonna be great and Alicia's like he's so funny you guys are so much like I can't wait for you to start working with one another but you I, I you were very reserved I believe I was at, yes at the beginning so I'm like okay and then he's not that funny yeah yeah like he's not like he, he's super nice a super nice guy but I'm not and then everybody else Shelby every he's so funny he's so funny he's so funny and I'm like we super duper nice <laughs> but then I think it was maybe Week two or three. Probably, yeah. Um, I was trying to, like, I was trying to keep the humor. Yeah. Especially when I would meet people for the first time. I would try to keep it kind of aside to be a little bit more professional, which is actually kind of shocking because usually I can't, I can't keep myself. Yeah, but yeah, very composed, very buttoned up. And then it must have been a Lord of the Rings conversation. Probably. I think that's what sparked. Yes. Um, We've had the, many, the, many Lord of the Rings conversations. The great friendship. I, yes. I feel like at that point. <laughs> Mark the momentum occasion. Yes. Yes. So that's, that's a funny thing. So like, so Natalie and I, we, we both had very young families when we started. This is again, back in 2013. So dating ourselves a little bit, you just turned 21. I just turned 22. Mm -hmm. So we started as teenagers, obviously, um, working at this company. So, um, 2013, we're working on a really tough client. We're learning everything. We had a great row. We awesome had a great row. row. And so what, what I mean by row, like, so we, were, we worked obviously in corporate America. So we had a row of cubicles that we would, you know, we all had our, our own little desks. And we had some fantastic coworkers that we, that we worked with. That was, yeah, that was one of like the best couple years was being in that row. Yeah. And yeah. we were in a different building. So like yeah. the, all of the main company, like they were in a building south of us. We had like our own like leased out building. Yep. It was a very unique time. Uh, and that was my first, that was my first actual like solid corporate job. Before that, it was just kind of like doing random jobs, but this was like a real legit job. Yeah. Would you say the same? Yeah. I mean, my first, my first role was still kind of chaotic at the other retailer that I had worked for. And then in between, um, working for that and then the company we work for now, I was off for almost a year with my first daughter. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot to come back. I think when I first started, I think um, Adeline, that's my oldest, was she, I was she was going to be turning a year old, mm-hmm. and I think when you started, Aislinn was going to be 
Yeah, because they're like right right next to each yep, other in terms gonna of age. Be, yeah, a year old. So to your point, like starting with little kids, babies, um, super busy at the time. That's when we would go in at 530 in the morning. Yep, and validate uh, stuff. Validate stuff once a month. So that was always a great Sometimes time. Sometimes they gave us breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like a little Panera bagel spread. Free coffee. Some free coffee. Free coffee in the hey, break Hey, why room? don't you come in at 5.30 a.m. and to bribe you, we'll give you a little bit of breakfast from a cheap place. Yep. Mm, here's some yummy donuts. At least it wasn't McDonald's. Right. Here's some McDonald's pancakes, folks. <laughs> what are they made out of? Styrofoam? <laughs> you can play Frisbee with them <laughs> as well. So, yeah, I mean, we, we had very young families. You guys, like, that was your first house as well, right? That was our first house, yep. Out in kind of the country area. Yep. And Steve was fixing it up, mm-hmm. doing all these sorts of renovations, because he was working in the corporate America at the time as well. He was also working in corporate America. But yep. he also had his side stuff where he was learning how to, like, renovate things and build yep. things and yep. fix stuff up. Yep, and got his real estate license, yep, so. Yep, so yeah. two kids. Busy time. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think I remember that you you were off in between the two jobs. Yep. I don't even think I remembered that. Yep. yep. And you said about a year? Just about a year. So yep. it was really kind of crazy coming back and then starting. How did you How did you get the job at our company? So his uh, somebody that he had gone to school with was a recruiter, and he had sent um, my resume to her. and Steve, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Steven. A.k.a. AK Steven, yep. And yeah, she called me and she was like, wow, I think you'd be a really great fit. I went in, I interviewed for two positions, had no idea really what the company did (laughs) or what these two positions were Yeah, and got a job offer the next day. What was the other position you interviewed Um, for? Do you know? uh, What Becca did in um, CCI. So you interviewed for CCI. Why didn't you take that job? Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) You should have been doing CCI this whole time. That would have been wild. Yeah. So what CCI stands for, uh, folks, is credit card issuance. So it's kind of a technical position, I would say, where you basically have to figure out how a credit card technically is set up so that it works, I guess, when it gets into a customer's hands. So you wouldn't have enjoyed that job, no. I would say. So what you what we did instead is managed marketing projects for the the main the main the main person so that's when i did you know i got introduced again you were you were a year ahead of me Mm -hmm. so you were more used to all of the complex marketing programs you had been working supporting this client the whole time with obviously our boss's help Mm -hmm. because she had done it before both of us for a long time yep so maybe just talk everybody through what it was like to have a young family be working in corporate america both you and steve worked uh you you obviously had your home things that you were doing. You're raising mm-hmm. two young kids. You had pets. Yep. So very full life. Very full so life. So tell me, tell me what yeah, that was like. You know, and season. it's crazy too back then because there was no, I, f- I feel like it's ages ago. We didn't have laptops. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was, I mean, I think maybe when I had had a laptop. That was like a status finally, symbol. Yeah. The it, people that had a laptop, it was. It was a, yeah. There, were, there weren't free laptops to go around. Nope. So when you had to get something done, you had to drive into the office. Yes. So, um. Yeah, we definitely heavily relied on family members to help watch um, kiddos because that's, of course, a really hard thing to do when you have fresh little babes and then, you know, you don't want to send them off to strangers. So it's like, is this like the things that you just forget that you even had to deal, to deal with? with? Yeah, absolutely. Like childcare. Right. Yeah. So, um, 
So of course that was hard. And again, like for mornings that we'd be there at five thirty, or hey, I had to get this thing done, and I what didn't. did you do when you had to come in at five thirty? <laughs> what did you do with your kids? So I'm pretty sure Stephen had to get them ready, uh-huh. and then what? Because what? Remember, depend on what day it fell on. Sometimes it literally would, could be a Saturday. It could be a Saturday. We would have gone in Saturday five thirty in the morning. Those were fun. I think those were the fun. I think those were the really fun days. We made it fun. We, we laughed did, about it. We did it. make it fun. In, in order to keep the tears back, we laughed. We laughed through the tears. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this, I said, like thinking back to all of that and all the logistics and baby stuff and all that. Um, and like I said, because now would be so different because I would have a laptop and working from home, you know. But yeah, back then it was like, you had to, to get something office. done. I had to go to my work computer and <laughs> in your cubicle in my cubicle to go get items done so um man like so different compared to what we're doing in 2021 doing today yeah so and that was even before i had a third kid so you know yeah it's so crazy to think about we were in that building i don't know a couple years a couple years yeah we we supported the same client the whole time there were so many ups and downs because supporting that client mm-hmm. was really really intense um at different times. I mean, there was just the pressure because it, it was the top client. So like things would go, if, if, if something went wrong or if there was something missed, it would usually be on our major consequences, on our heads, major <laughs> consequences. <laughs> Getting called into an office was always fun. Yeah. Hey, can you tell us what happened here? Yeah. H- human error. I don't, I don't know. know what to tell you. <laughs> I made a <laughs> what mistake. What could you do differently? Well, I could not have made that mistake that <laughs> apparently was made. I could be a perfect human being. What do you want from me? <laughs> oh, that pressure was crucial so fun. conversations. Cru- that's the name. That's so like Bingo. all the corporate speak that we yep. used to. I mean, we still speak it, but we used to kind of make fun of it. Yeah, make little tick marks every time you'd hear somebody say crucial conversations. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're about to have a crucial we'll conversation. In this office, we're gonna have a crucial conversation. Hope you have your deodorant on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so yeah it was it was a really fun time we had an amazing row we would have food trucks that would show up that would oh, be kind of funny fun. remember going out and getting lunch from the food trucks yeah that was fun it's amazing we didn't like i don't know it's amazing that we even have retirement funds with the different <laughs> times that we would go out and like buy t- a ten dollar lunch from a food truck yeah. it was worth it it and was a you, good time. you were vegetarian even then, I believe, right? Yes. Or, were, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you were still you were still learning. You were still growing. Mm-hmm. You were still figuring stuff out yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. You remember? So one interesting thing about our job is we used to get to interact with basically people that would create stuff. The, they would create the paper. So like a yeah. direct mail. You know, we're managing a marketing program and a direct mail is going to go out to a customer to say, hey, triple points on these things that you purchased this weekend. So we would work with these vendors that would help do that stuff for us. So we went on a tour of a brand new vendor and they were giving us a tour of their facilities, talking to us and they provided lunch, lunch, which was a nice fun perk. Like you would go to these places and they would give you a tour and they would provide you with a lunch. 
I have another story about that that we can get into. But if you remember, at this particular place, we had Panera. Yeah. I don't know what it was about Panera. If that's that's like high end fast food. Oh, it's food high end and for we, corporate America. Yeah, it is. That was a good lunch day. Yes, if, if you got Panera had catered in Panera. And I'm oh, yeah. I'm I'm over here. I'm kind of wishing for something slightly different than Panera because there's a limit to the things that Lance wants to pick from a Panera menu. Mm-hmm. Natalie or Natalie Kim's over here nodding. Yeah, she can attest to my uh, not uh, intense love for Panera. But anyway, we had Panera, and then it came up like that you were you were vegetarian, and that fella he just couldn't even <laughs> he couldn't even wrap his mind around the fact. No, he couldn't. Do you he remember that? Oh yeah, he couldn't let it go. Couldn't let it go. Your kids have never had a hot dog. No, sir, they haven't. They I have. just you I mean don't, to tell me. I just don't understand. Well, I don't know what to tell. I don't know how to further explain this to right. you, but no, my children have never tasted a hot dog. He could not understand the concept yeah. that they had never had a hot dog, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So yeah, we had we had a lot of fun times at forty four hundred. So then talk talk to people about like you have you have the third baby. You out, go out again. Are, were we even in the other building we at that point? The, yep, we were in the other building. Okay, so um, we had moved south to the building with everybody else at yep, this point, still yep. doing the same job. Kim was pregnant with yep. baby number two, mm-hmm. and then I come in, and on you know it was just one of those. Another gift from God. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Number three is on the way. <laughs> Hooray. Hooray. Yay. More diapers. More diapers. Because what, what's the age gap between Eliza and Levi? Um, like two and a half years. Two and a half years because yeah. Eliza and Adeline weren't that. Yeah, no, they're a little they under were, two years They apart. were quick. Ours yeah. were always like pretty pretty spread out. Um. So, yeah, like just talk, talk to people about what that's because I feel like that happens a lot where all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're going to have number three. Your mindset maybe have, has already changed at that point to maybe like, okay, we're kind of out of the infant stage-ish. Ish. Did that go on at all for you guys? We we're kind of out of the stage. and Oh, now we're back in that. We're about to be back in that It stage. was one of those, like, I think we were always like, oh, it would be fun to have a third one, but maybe we'll wait a little bit longer, to your point, so we can get these other two that were so close together, Yeah, you know, through the super little kid, like baby stage, super little kid stage, um, and then that happened um, at this <laughs> point. We were in a new house. We we moved, That's so right. this is in a new house, yep, so lots of, there was, was that always the changes. Delaware move? That was the Delaware move, yep. So everybody listening, Natalie and Steve have moved a lot. They have they have been able to experience many different locales. Many different houses. And that may or may not be some method of figuring out where in the timeline of life we are is which Baldwin house. That's what was exactly happening. what so it is. So you're in the Delaware estate. We're in the Delaware estate. Um, yeah, and at that point too, again, it's like, okay, kid, kid, nobody was in school yet. Another baby comes along. Oh my gosh, I'm still working. This is clearly still not a point of there was no work from home or grace to get a day to work from home. Yep. This was full on. So all of your children had to either, you know, and be schlepped somewhere yep. or somebody coming to the house or figuring out and oh my gosh, somebody's sick today, so we can't do something. So um, you know, again, trying to work 
and be a mom and have this like integrative, you know, I'm okay. And then all this stuff's going on at work, but maybe all this stuff's still going on at home. And, you know, baby has an appointment today. It's a well appointment. No, now we're sick. Wait, this kid has to go here. So thinking back again, especially now where we have this hard cutoff that we've been working from home for a year and a half and having this really nice, you know, flux space to previous where it was like a super hard cutoff. Um, I just remember always being like amazed at how you, how you both like navigated that season because again, Steven is still working, still working in the corporate environment. So Mm -hmm. on that tight schedule, Mm -hmm. you are obviously as well and managing having three kids where they go. Sometimes you would have people come over to the house. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they would need to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. You even like, I think figured out like partial care for somebody coming over for a little bit of time, had some, some situations there. Yeah. We we cycled through a couple different scenarios. My, my mom has always done Mondays and Fridays. That was like her tried and true. So we always knew those days were covered. The other couple days, you know, we had care in, we had a couple, you know, my aunt stepped in for a while. So, um, you know, the one babysitter that we thought we had where the girls went, then she was going to go back to work. So then we had to figure out something else. That's right. So, how stressful was that during that season? Was it high stress than no stress? Do you even remember? It was definitely stressful because one, it's so hard to trust people. The first time that they'd actually gone somewhere, mm-hmm. we really liked her. Um, that's when we moved to Delaware. That's where the girls went for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thought that she had space for Levi. Thought that, you know, and then when I was probably, I don't know, seven months pregnant. She was like, oh, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to go back to work. Like after, and she had done childcare for like 15 years, which right, that her kids were older. That's what was best for her at that time. Right. But then you're like, er, like, oh my gosh. Shift gears, time to pivot. Compl- yeah, t- this it's time to pivot. Um, and so that was really stressful because we're like, well, what are we going to do? Are we going to have somebody, again, are we going to have somebody come in the house? Are we going to c- try to find someone? Yep. Um, so we had... Um, we had a couple different, we had one girl who it wasn't the right, wasn't the right fit, which is okay. Yep. And that felt, it felt good as, cause now you're a mom. So I'm a mom, not like I'd been a mom for so long. I knew when something didn't, didn't feel yeah, right. You, you know, you had the sixth sense, yep. the mom sense. Yep. So it, you know, that, that wasn't the best fit. So, um, had to, you know, Oh, this isn't working. We're going to try to find something else. But no matter what, we always, we always made it work. Like I didn't, you know, there was never a time that I had to say, Hey, why can't, you know, I can't come in or I need time. Like somehow, some way, something always was worked out and the kids, you know, work here. Had a place to go. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. (laughs) They weren't just hanging out the house by themselves. the babies were not by themselves ever. Um, Which is kind of amazing when you think about it, like all of that logistical stuff. And this is just home. This is just home life yeah. that you're just trying to manage. Right. This doesn't even get into managing the day-to-day at work. We haven't even talked about that. You're no. just talking about managing. This is your pre-work. This is like the pre, <laughs> before you even get yourself in the car, what's yeah. everybody doing and where's everybody going? And uh, yeah. then you get in the car to drive to work and be like, okay, what's ahead in my day? Crucial conversations? Crucial, M- crucial may- conversations. Maybe. I don't know. You know, yeah. so 
that was, um, so how did you switch? Okay. So let's talk about that. So you just described a given day in the Baldwin household, mm -hmm. getting the kids ready for their day, wherever it might be staying at home while mom comes over or taking them to where they need to go. You and Steve both getting ready and then mm -hmm. you're on your way. Yep. How did talk to me about the mental shift from mom, wife to Yep. Okay, job. I will say, and I, I am a firm believer of this, it was a lot easier when you had that time. I mean, I drove about 30 minutes to get to work right. because now it's there, it's so blended, oh, right? Yeah. Like it's really hard because it, we're so integrated between work. You know, I'm at, I'm at home. So if the kids, you know, it's just so integrative now. Back then I had 30 minutes to like prep what's right. going on, like get my mental space. Sometimes we would talk while we drove in, like what's going on? Because right. you, literally you go home the night before, everything's straight in your brain. Okay, this is what needs to happen tomorrow. But yep. then the next day you're like, you don't really remember all that. So then we would sometimes even just talk on the phone. Okay, what do we Here's, need to do today? Right, yep. And then that's part game of like plan. even just getting in, getting into the game plan. I think that also helped both of us though, because we were partnered on the same thing. Yep. So like if you had a crazy situation pop up, You'd be like, Lance, I'm coming in an hour late. This needs to happen. Can you make sure this happens? Yeah. Or vice versa. Natalie, I got to take like a day off. Can you cover this? Not everybody got got to have that no. type of experience no. that we got to have. No. And you're, yeah, because that's an important piece of the puzzle is on our team, most people, because this client was so big, most people had clients on their own. And because the client was so big that we got to work together And I, I will say the, the, the row at 4,400 was awesome, but it was pretty awesome when we sat back to back with the table in between us. Yes. At the new building. Because we would yes. spin in our chairs and then have crucial conversations. Yeah. So let me, yeah. let me, let me break that down because that is really interesting. So the first, the first place where Natalie and I worked, the, the environment was <clears throat> our company leased out a portion of a building. We were on the second floor. So every day drive into work, take the elevator to the second floor if you're feeling like... <laughs> you don't need the exercise <laughs> or you, you, you know, you budge yourself into the stairwell and then you walk up the stairs to the second floor, which is what we did pretty much mm -hmm. every day because yep. it doesn't really make sense to be that person right. to ride the elevator. You can, go, yeah. to the, you can just take the stairs, fella. That's yep. good for your heart. Mm -hmm. So in, in that sense, we had tall cubicles, right? Just as you kind of would picture in, in an office environment, we walk in, Uh, I was second from the window. We had Aaron between us and then that was you. Yeah. So usually if we needed a TB, which is touch base for all of you, not fluent in corporate speak, if we needed a TB about what was going on that day, uh, we would just mosey over to one or the other's cubicle mm -hmm. or you would Lance, yeah. just, just kind of give a little <laughs> Lance. And then I knew I needed to come yep. TB at the desk or, uh, cause we, I don't think we really had like an instant messenger. No at the mm -mm. time. And if we did, we weren't really using it. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um, so yeah, quick TV was quick huddle, talk through what we need to talk through. And then, then when we moved, we found out, uh, the company is moving to collaborative spaces. Mm -hmm. So everybody, there's a portion of people that will get, what would you call it? Like shorter desks or they weren't, they yeah, just they weren't, weren't tall. tall. Mm -hmm. So basically would be like a shared space. So we figured out that we could volunteer And if we volunteered, we could say, hey, can we all kind of sit in this area? And that's yeah. when we got like kind of everybody together in the same area. Yeah. So it was you, you got the window spot. Yeah. 
uh, I was right behind you, and then it was Aaron, and then Shelby was around there somewhere. Yep. These are all our best work buddies that yep. we had at the time. Speaking of work besties, um, and there was it was just like a great row. I think Amy was in that row. Who else was there? Uh, Stephanie Starla? was there for a while. Starla was there. Yeah. Boy, I miss Starla. Um, and then I remember Tara was like. Tara came over and she was like, over the the and she would like hear us talking about something and would want to get involved. And so like her head would pop up every once in a while Mm -hmm. and then she would join the conversation, especially if it was pet related. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so in this, in this collaborative space, what you just described is our backs would be to each other. We had a table in between. We had, you know, places to put our coats and everything. We had, you remember we had all of that. Um, So when you're managing marketing programs, you get pieces of your marketing. So we would have... All of these card pack, all of these card packages, because we would, we would audit these in, suckers, yep. meaning we would make sure that all of the card packages, all of the pieces within were correct, mm-hmm. and then we would have to keep, keep them, them for record retention. But this was considered, uh, what would you call it, NPPI. sensitive, NPPPI, non-public private, private information, information. Mm-hmm. something right mm-hmm. along those lines. So it would have to be locked up, yep. six months worth. We would just shove jam mm-hmm. this in stuff drawers. into our into our drawers, um, and yeah, anytime we needed to talk, Lance, spin around, spin. just spin right around, and then we would talk through whatever we needed to talk through. Yeah, it was pretty epic. That was a collaborative space. Yeah, and sometimes it wouldn't even be work related. Sometimes we would just need to talk about how we felt about Lord of the Rings. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent of the time, it was it was amazing. What else do you remember about those times? Um. I mean, well, here's, here's one thing I wanted to get your input on because you just described, because literally my train of thought just came back, even though I just went on that long rambling cycle. You talk about having kids and just all of that crazy home stuff that you're managing, Mm -hmm. but you're also managing an actual career. Yep. Like you were, you weren't just doing whatever you were doing to do it. Like you had a plan to, to get to next, which is what we call when we're trying to get promoted. I'm going to get to next. I'm going to get to next. So talk us through what that was like. So you come in, you're trying to do the job. We have this top client, which I should say, because you you kind of alluded to this as well, and I just kind of want people to get a sense in their mind for kind of like what we're talking about. We had one client essentially that we supported. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everybody else had at least five to ten clients. The reason that we had the one client is because it was that complex and that demanding mm-hmm. two of us on of one us, client yeah. instead of one of us with a handful of clients. So talk us through just what your life was like coming into work, doing all this exceptional work with the plan to do it for like a year, year and a half with the intent to potentially get promoted. Cause you're not guaranteed getting promoted, but no, I mean, so I was in um, that specific department for a total of seven years. That's right. Yeah. So, um, coming in and then I think, right, working on, to your point, getting to next, kind of getting promoted. And then at the time when we had, um, they were all, I, I would almost, it was almost like an assistant manager, right? Like we mm-hmm. weren't managers, but then we were managing a small team. So but you weren't looking to get to the assistant to the manager. No, it was that assistant was, it was manager. like an assistant manager. That's the best way I can. Cause you know, yes. it, the company we work for, we have all kinds of names for different things, but I feel like that's an easy way to think of that. Um, yeah. 
And I love doing that. I think the first team that I had, you were on. Yep. Starla. That's right. Yeah. So it was moving from um, kind of, right, which I always love. I always kind of called it like a soundboard. Like I'm just here to be your soundboard right. and help work through through issues or problems. Right. Um, not a manager, if you will. Um, so I loved doing that, though, but that was kind of moving towards peer, these really great friends I had to, you know, moving into you kind of do have to move into like a, okay, well, we're going to talk about your development and things yep. like that, that leadership role. Right. Exactly. And so when it's going well, it's, it's, it's awesome. But you know, if people um, are having opportunities that those are really hard conversations to have. So right. I think doing that, and I loved doing that. I mean, honestly, and I think we had such a great team and we had, um, I had great management. I mean, I always loved all of the management that we had. We cycled through multiple managers. Yes. I feel like in that department, but whoever we had, I feel like did a really, really great job. Um, so it was interesting to kind of, you know, continue to move up, um, up until gosh, you know, the company changed so many different times. Right. Um, Lots of reorgs. That Lots we went of through. reorgs. Yeah. So, you know, I think it was interesting because then when we reorged again, which is when I, or maybe you moved. I moved right that. during the the second phase of the evolution in our That's in our right. department. So then we they kind of flattened us out. So then then I kind of then became more of an individual contributor role, which was still fine because I was still doing, you know, what I liked to do, but. Um, you know, it's interesting because I feel like at that time, you know, I was having little kids and right. really trying to just continue to get to next. Yep. But, and I did, so I switched roles two years ago right. to another team. Um, and, you know, and I had always been okay. I think you and I always talked about this too, is sometimes moving just, um, just doing lateral roles as well right. and just getting that experience is also great too because right. sometimes, and I would do this, it's like, oh my gosh, this person's maybe younger than me and they have this role or why is that happening and I'm maybe not there yet. Um, and a lot of that too is is having kids and being a right. mom because that's really important to me. So, right. you know, I didn't want to have a role that I had to get on and be at work at seven 30 in the morning and then go home and then be on email and not be with my kids. Right. I wanted to have a role where I could get there at nine, leave at five right. and feel good with the work that I did. And then it was waiting for there for me the next day. Cause just like we talked, I'm already busy, super busy in the morning and right. I'm super busy at night when I get home. And that really hasn't changed now that my kids are older. I mean, you think, it's I just remember, different. yeah, I remember thinking I'm like, cause Starla's kids were older, a little bit older, you know, and they were, and I was like, oh gosh, I can't, you know, what it must be like to have kids then they must take care of themselves. And you know, oh, I have so much more free time. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not no. true at all. It's just changed instead of, you know, running kids around and changing diapers, you know, where you're doing homework or you're, you know, talking about the day or running them to Girl Scouts or whatever that may be. So, um, but you know, is really kind of settling into like, I don't need to be a VP of a company to feel 
successful, right? Yeah. Like in, and I think when you're younger in your career, you know, and I sometimes see that when kids, you know, are fresh out of college and they just yeah. like, oh my gosh, and I want to take all these projects. And that's fantastic. And that's great. And that's awesome to have that drive. But then it's kind of like, okay, where's the balance of, I come into work because I need to feed my family. Right. I need to have insurance. I need to do these things. And, you know, obviously we've been such good friends for such a long time. You know, you made great relationships, which is part of the reason I think why we work at the company that we've worked at for such a long time. Right. Because we had great management, great relationships, and that's huge. You want to, you know, obviously enjoy uh, what you're doing and then the people that you're around, but kind of coming to the realization that, yeah, I don't need to, you know, by the time I'm a certain age or a certain point in my life, I need to be here or have these things. Um, and that's okay too. You know, if I always say if people don't have kids and that's what you want, absolutely go for it. But for me, it's having a, trying to have a fine balance between being a good mom Mm -hmm. to my kids and being able to support them at the same time, you know, being good at my job, do I need to go above and beyond and be on the super crazy trajectory? Right. You know, maybe it might take me a little, a a little bit longer. Um, and that's okay. You know, and I think that took me a little while to fully understand Mm. or, or come to like, come to terms with of that, you know, the way to put that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, that was one cool thing about just the years when we had really young kids and we were working this job is the fact that we d- we were able to have a work-life balance mm-hmm. that, that did make sense. I was able to leave and then come home and be present. Same thing with you. Like when we were home, we were able to be present with our families, which is a huge gift. And again, that's just something I think we, we kind of chose. We didn't necessarily have to choose that, but that was right. like our priority. And yeah, there was a lot of people coming fresh out of college and just ready to go, no yeah. real kids, and you're able to kind of pursue that kind of path. So I think, yeah, ours was maybe a little bit slower. And to your point, I obviously moved to a couple different departments to learn new skills. Mm-hmm. And then you've just recently moved as well within the last two years. That's recent now. You can say recent to something two years ago now yeah. in our stage of life. Mm-hmm. Um but I think that's a really good thing to kind of just point out just for people in, in, in kind of life, like where you are, you know, it's, you, you really do need to figure out what's best for you and what you want and where you want to prioritize your, your life and your time. Yeah. And for us, it was very much our kids, our families, that needs to be like a major priority. And then, but at the same time, we got to put food on the table. Right. Um, but you, we were able to do that with a balance, yeah. which I think is a testament to the company that we worked for because they do value mm-hmm. that that work life balance. And you can yeah. you can be you could be in a role that probably had less, or you could take on more things than maybe another person would take on. Which again, you would just be more busy. But do you feel like like so in this stage of life, like kind of where do you feel like that lands now? Is it kind of pretty similar? You mentioned that it feels like it's kind of like you've come to terms with certain things. So like, does it kind of mm-hmm. feel like, okay, like this is my job, this is my career. Um, and like, how, do you feel like it's changed at all with the older the kids have gotten? Um, or is it more like a rhythm? You know, and, and that's what I think too. It's with everything that happened with COVID, 
we've kind of set on this different path that yeah. I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what my career path would have been mm. had this never happened. And we stayed in the office and, you know, I'm not sure because I feel like there's been so many other things to think of mm-hmm. other than just your job for everybody. So I said, it doesn't matter if you have kids, everybody has a parent or a grandparent or, you know, a, a friend, a close friend, whatever it may be, um, that there's so much else going on. So right. that's, what's interesting is, you know, I just said this to somebody that we worked with yesterday. I said, the fact that everybody gets on, we're all, you know, doing our job, taking other things on, continuing to work on our development with everything that's still going on. Everybody gets a huge gold star. The fact that we can all get up every day and, you know, keep chugging and, and, you know, trying to work and, and make it happen. So, um, because that's what she said, right. I feel like the family stuff is so much more present mm-hmm. because how many times are you on a phone call, you know, and a little kid, you know, a little kid voice comes up and says Mom. something, right. You know, and every, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. We're, we're, but we're all going through that or a dog's barking. Oh my gosh, the Amazon truck's here. Ha ha ha. You know, literally as soon as you come off mute, Amazon uh, knows. Yeah. There's clearly timing. Just, it's just <laughs> the way the world works. So, you know, but we're all going through that. So, so I said, it's interesting because because you really do. And at the beginning of it, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Like I, yeah. you know, is like, is this really what I'm like, are we really doing this? Like, am I really working <laughs> right. from home this whole time? Cause right. I never pictured myself working, working at home. You Same. know, I liked to have that, you know, separation. And like I said, kind of that 30 minute drive in the car and I'm, I'm mentally set and I'm ready to go in and you know, I'm kind of, I, I feel good where my kids were. I trust who they were with and they, they're going to have a good day. Now I'm going to have a good day. So, yeah. you know, it's definitely been, um, you know, and for me, I had started in a new role. I think you had as well, right? Yes. You had switched. Yes. So, you know, you're kind of, you're learning how to re completely rework, essentially learning a newer role, still trying to, no matter what, you know, work on your development Mm -hmm. all the while, uh, you know, kids are, uh, you know, maybe were, uh, my kids were at home doing school online the beginning of last year while I'm trying to work. Okay. That was crazy, but now they're going to school and you know, how are they getting there and what's, so that's, what's interesting is I think just like getting up every day and, still producing work and getting your job done and not messing up and your mind being in a million different places. Like that to me is almost what success looks like, you know? And again, and I almost had to like continue to come to terms with that is like, you know what, if, if I'm in this role for the next three years, but I'm, I'm able to do a good job and feel good with the work that I'm producing and I'm still growing. Maybe I'm not growing at the pace that I thought again, that I would, you know, it's always interesting to be like at 22, 23, 24, where you think you're going to be, you know, five, 10, 15 years later, and then you get here. And what does that, you know, what does that look like or what's your measure of success? Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting. And, and, you know, I don't, there's really no plan for us to, you know, return anytime, certainly right. soon. So, 
settling into more of the fact that, yep, this is, this is the rhythm. Yeah. This is how we're going to do it. This is the new way of working. Uh, you know, I, but it's a plus I get to drive my kids to school every day. So that's awesome. I wasn't able to do that before, you know, either somebody else drove them or, or if we were late and we missed the bus or something, I would drive them. But, um, you know, that's, that's a special, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes that I'm able to have with them that I didn't get to do before. Right. Right. Or if somebody doesn't feel good, you know, we had, we had that, um, sure. Just stay home today. It's not a big deal. It's not like, Oh my gosh, somebody's sick. And now I have to call in and I've got to work from home. And it turns into this huge deal. I don't even have to tell anybody, you know, my, and and they're older now. So right. They're a little bit more self-sufficient and, uh, if they just need to lay on the couch and drink some tea and, you know, work on feeling better, that that's great. Right. So we have that like, uh, just very family work integrated, but knowing everybody else is doing it too. Yeah. Feels good. I think at the beginning, so I said, everybody was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody's apologizing on the phone. And it's like, Hey, we're all doing it. It doesn't matter what the day is. Maybe you're having a little bit tougher day than I am or vice versa. So let's have a little bit of, um, you know, compassion for people of what they're going through. Um, you know, if a toddler's throwing a tantrum on the floor and you have to get on and speak, that's really, really stressful, right? Yes. It's stressful <laughs> because we all know what that feels like and we've been there, uh, you know, but then it's stressful to, to get on and perform and try to, you know, talk about this important thing that you need to talk about for work and make sure that you're trying to be the best at both of them. I think that that's really hard. Yeah. That's a that's very good points. All of those. And like, so when did you, let's go back to like when COVID kind of was starting in 2020, when we first started hearing about, Oh, there's this outbreak. Mm-hmm. When did you, cause you were right. I had literally just moved over into customer analytics from another analytics yeah. role. So my path for those listening was very much, I did marketing programs for a few years and then I learned how to do <clears throat> analytics and targeting databases and everything. And then I went from that over to customer analytics. And when I moved over to customer analytics, I think I was only in that role for like two months maybe. And then that's when COVID started mm. happening and f- then things started shutting down. I think I was in denial for a while, especially even when we first heard, hey, we might all be working from home. I think I was in denial right up until they were like, go home on a Friday and you're take your stuff. Cause you're not allowed to come back on yeah. Monday. Mm-hmm. Did you see it coming? Not in the way that it did. I mean, you know, it's funny because like I said, for us working from home, right. It, it just wasn't a long-term thing. If you right. did, you had to go through, uh, you know, all these management HR approvals. It just wasn't really something that was prominent. P- Some people did it, but it was really just a handful of people in our company. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, for a second there, it was, oh my gosh, um, you know, closer, schools are going to be closed for the next two weeks. And you're kind of going, oh, well, this is awesome. I get to, you know, hang out with my kids a little bit and, you know, yeah. maybe not uh, get ready every morning. That sounds... You're talking about the two weeks to slow the spread. Sure am. Yep. Yeah. Those, you know, so you're thinking, well, this... That's kind of that's nice. kind of that's kind of cool. That's okay. kind of nice. Okay, let's do you it. know, let's. I'm let's, on board. Yeah, let's let's take it down. Let's let's slow things down a little bit, and you know, just kind of see where this is going to go. But then I think you're right when it just kind of, you know, the schools and a little bit longer, a little bit longer. Because if you remember, they thought they were going to go back. You know, right. it wasn't until I forget what month. Nope, it's going to be till the rest of the year. Um, I remember there was one time. I don't know if I had to go down and check on a kid or something. Um, and I kind of had this moment cause my computer was sitting out and I was like, 
is this real? <laughs> yeah. Like, am I really not going back? To, like my whole life, you know, for years, for years, this has been the norm is completely turned upside down. And it like, cause you in the middle of the night kind of feel like you, you've just woken up from a dream or something. I remember having this moment oh, yeah. of like, I cannot believe this is real life. It, it was just, it With was so no crazy. end in sight. With, yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. That's a really good way to put that. I remember very similarly sitting downstairs, trying to learn whatever I was learning in my new role. And like the kids and Kim were up here doing stuff. Occasionally a kid comes downstairs to check on me or whatever. Cause my, my setup is in the basement. Um, but yeah, just, okay. We're, I'm talking with my boss. We have a touch base. It's over the phone with a webcam. I'm not going in to meet in the office. Mm-hmm. I'm having all of these meetings. They're all online. Virtual. Yep. All virtual meetings. I'm not talk. I'm not talking in person to people anymore. We're not going to an office building anymore. It's so it's it is so weird that that we haven't we had an infrastructure in place and all of these companies had the infrastructure in place because back when we first started, you remember if there was an if there was a network issue, if everybody tried to log on, it would break. It would break. Yeah. Yep. You remember that one hard afternoon? Hard shutdown. Hard shutdown. <laughs> there was that one afternoon where somebody like bumped a button yeah. and the whole internet work yeah. went down for like four hours. And I, for about 30 to 45 minutes, we all just kind of stared at each other. Yeah. Like literally, everyone was like, wait, are we, are we going home? And then going back to the collateral, we all started working on collateral binders. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only thing. We could do the worst part of the job. The Let's get those out. Yep. So somebody, yeah, so I think, I think it was Matt. I think it was Matt who was like, maybe we should work on collateral binders. We're like, Oh, oh come on. We Matt. were this close to going home. <laughs> there was no laptops at the time. We just could have gone home. Yeah. No, um, but that was, yeah, you're right. So yeah. Yeah. There was hard shutdown or the days that we would have when we did get laptops and when you got to volunteer to go home. So to they test could test everything. the network. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was an interesting thing back then. It was like for continuity in case there was just some a big emergency, like a snowstorm or I don't know another terrorist attack or whatever it could be, where nobody's allowed to go back into the office. Everybody has to still work. We the business still needs to run, so we would test, um, uh, basically like volume and capacity, where this percent of the workforce would all volunteer to go home at the specific time, log into the network via VPN. And we would have to do certain check, things, yep. remember? Like go check all the systems. Yep, go to this mainframe, do this activity, and yep. then they would see if the, if the system could handle that capacity. And it could, but mm-hmm. there was never any like idea in our brains that it's going to be 100% of the people working from home. You are not hard plugged into anything in the office anymore. Yep. Everybody's virtually connected. I mean, even just the, the security aspect of that, uh, was is kind of crazy to think about because when we were in the office, all it, even if you had a laptop, it had to be locked, locked up with yep. the special cable, so nobody could just come along and take it. Yep, you had special key cards to get in the building, all the buildings. Yep, yep. Multiple swipes, multiple swipes. No piggybacking. No piggybacking. Do not tell pig- us what piggybacking yeah. is because <laughs> it's not what you so, picture. Yeah, shouldn't be anyway. Yeah, no. Um, and there was. I remember one scenario. I. So you had to wear your badge, yep. had to wear your badge. And in the other building, there was back hallway and you had to swipe to get to the next floor. Do you remember that? Yes. And I remember saying, oh, shoot, I, f- I forgot my badge at my desk. Can somebody just, you know, swipe, swipe me in? And uh, I yeah, think just in my Alicia desk. was like, right there. no, 
somebody might see you go back to your desk. I mean, it's serious. Yeah, very so serious. So I was like, okay, I, I don't even know why I asked. You can't piggyback. So you could not have your friend, even if it was besties. Yep. You, I see Natalie. Yep. Every day. We know who each other. We, we trust each other. You, you didn't get you canned. cannot swipe for me. I could not swipe for you. You had to have your badge or go get one from security. Yep. Um, yeah. You'd have to call security and be like, I forgot my badge. And then yep. you'd have to deal with those looks. Yeah. And apparently... If you remember, I think it was that one time a salesperson got to like the third floor and got to the executive executive offices offices trying to sell something. And it was like, oh, Lord, that. Yeah, that happened, I think, when we were in the North Building, the 4400. And then it came through that somebody got all the way through to the executive offices. Big no-no. And this is like during the times where like shootings are hitting news and everything. And I think the idea is like we need to be protected from a shooter should one want to come in and, you know, wreak havoc. So the idea that this individual got all the way into these offices past multi- somehow past multiple doors too. I, multiple I don't doors, know. Yeah. Got past security folks. Yeah. I think some yeah. people got let go yeah. in that, uh, yeah. that situation. Yeah. But yeah, you, you'd have to take your badge everywhere, swipe multiple places. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I'm a guy. So like my badge would always be clipped to the belt Yeah. because I would always be wearing a belt. That's just, that's just part about the dude's dress code. Dress code. Yeah. Yeah. So in your situation, you wouldn't necessarily always have a belt. You wouldn't necessarily always have an easy place to just clip something. No. A dress. You need to find a creative Creative way to clip, to clip that on. Mm-hmm. And, and and if you didn't, then, yeah, you, you're very easy to just leave it at your desk yeah. while you go down to the food truck, mm-hmm. get your lunch. Oh, left my badge. Left, sorry. Or you could, like, go on drive somewhere, and then it could, like, fall in your car somewhere. Oh, that was the worst. That actually would happen to me where, like, it'd get snagged on a, <laughs> on a seat belt or something. I still remember the one time. I think, oh, no, this wasn't my badge. This was my car keys. And I was like, Lance. I, I can't find my I car keys. I just drove here. <laughs> and I was like, I I don't know where my car keys like because I was gonna lock my car. I was lock my car. Yep. I always put my car keys in my purse, yep. then lock it so I don't and I was like, Lance, I, I just got here. I I, I don't literally just drove here. I drove here. I cannot find my car keys. And I had, lo- I was like, I've looked down in the door. Like, I, I don't know what else Where to do. Where could they be? Can you please come down here? So you, you came down from your corporate um, cubicle. My, my cubicle, yes. And walked down. Um, pretty sure. Maybe you brought a flashlight. I don't know. And they were like really under this, like up and under the seat and like down. It, they it were was- almost <laughs> to the back seat. They were like under the driver's They were under the driver's seat almost Almost to where the back seats were. It was it was one of those like I don't even know how that dress, how they fell down. I have no idea. And then how um, they moved to the back. Yeah, it, that was uh, yeah. So that was not my badge, but that was another. That was a that was a funny one. It's just I mean all the things that you had to keep tra- <laughs> you had to keep track of, you know. And there was like what seven Lacroix cans in your Probably. car, I think. Yep. Seven, and that's when we talked about Lacroix cans because yep. Kim. Kim, Kim and Natalie are both like fairly notorious for huge. getting your LaCroix can, drinking yeah. it in the car, and then just leaving it there. Just le- you know what? I'll throw it away eventually. There, well, you cut, or recycle it. Recycle it. I don't think you're Wait. thinking about it at that point, right? No. It's just like, okay, it's an empty can. It's just part of the car at this point. It's, it's, part, of the, <laughs> it's part of the decor, really. Right. Yeah, I like the colorful um, can. 
It's just really adding a lot of What is your favorite LaCroix flavor, by the way? Is it bubbly water for those? Bubbly water. Um, You know which one? You can't find this very often. Well, there's two. Okay. Um, Key lime is... That's the one that tastes like key lime pie. It's too sweet for me. It's delicious. And then they also make... um, There's like a a coffee one. If you've ever found this, they have this at, this at fresh time. Um, at fresh time, you'll have to go and check they're the out. skinny coffee plate. Yeah, have you seen? Flavor. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, they're like the taller kind mm-hmm, of thin ones. Mm-hmm, yep. Do they have less in them? No, they be. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't done that scientific test. <laughs> you haven't yet. scientifically tested the, like, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but it's How really good. How many fluid ounces? Yeah. Okay. It's good. Uh, interesting. Does it have a caffeine or no? I don't think so. No, it's not one of the caffeinated one, but it just it, t- it has a coffee flavor. So like you pour it over ice. It's a very delightful. Do you remember the coffee station that we had? Aaron had a coffee station. Do you remember that? <gasps> Wait, no, where was it? Shelby. It the, might have been both of them, but like there was I like thought, tea there. There was a pour over or I had a pour over. You I think had you a did. Over. No, I think Shelby had a secret. Um, I think she had a, a Keurig. Remember? Because you weren't supposed oh to have Oh my gosh. Them. Yeah. You weren't allowed to plug anything <laughs> in. That was a weird, that was a weird yeah. security thing. You weren't allowed yeah. to have stuff plugged in. I don't know if that was considered a fire hazard, but yes, she had a secret. She had a secret one. But then in the new, new building, then they had one, then they had Keurig, like the big, huge Keurigs yes, for everybody. Yes, commercial Keurig yeah, for everybody. Yeah, so then that didn't matter. Yeah, because if you remember, we had free coffee, which was a novelty to me when I started at this company. Me too. At the previous company I was at, there was a coffee club. It was, I think it was 10 bucks a month you could be a participant, but it was like Folgers. It was a, I don't know who cleaned this sucker, but it was just like a, a regular coffee pot that, you know, does the eight, eight cups or whatever. And there yeah. was like instructions where if you're the last person to pour, like make sure you clean. There's this whole thing. I never wanted to join that coffee club, but when I got to our company, there was the vending coffee machine. Yes. Tell people about that. Yeah, free Free coffee. I'm with you, Lance. Because it wasn't like that the company had worked at before. Right. I thought that was glorious. Yeah. Um, decaf and regular. That's right. They had both yep. options. They had both options. Or hot water, so you could make yourself a yes, hot tea. cup of tea. Um, and they were on every floor, so you didn't have to go down to Right, not the like a special floor. occasion. No. So it was like, it was right there. Um I'm trying to think, but then at a certain point, people are like, okay, that the that coffee is actually gross. It's gross. It's gross. Who liked it? There was somebody. Corey. Who, that's right. Well, it wasn't that he liked it. Corey was just like, I don't care. Right. I'll just, I'll I feel just like somebody it. like it. Somebody got like it. stomach aches from it though. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, beggars can't be choosers. That's but true. It's free coffee folks. There was free, free creamer as well. I believe. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, yep. I don't, it wasn't like super fancy. It was just like the little plastic things I, I but believe, still. but yeah, it was, an, it was a nice little perk. Mm-hmm. And then now, yes, they have, they had, once we knew, moved to the brand new building. So at some point, I don't even remember the year <clears throat> I had already moved to another department and you were still doing, managing the marketing programs, Yep. but we, the company built the campus. So it was a three building campus yep. at Easton. We all moved in there and they had the commercial Keurigs there there was the refrigerators where everybody could keep their Super lunches, fancy. which was really nice. There were obviously the vending machines um, that they had there, and then they had like the big cafe. So it was that was kind of nice, but it was really neat how they just gave us like kind of all those little amenities. And now they've redone the building. Have you been into the nope. new building? Me I haven't either. S- haven't seen it. Apparently, they've remodeled <laughs> <laughs> our offices, but 
Wouldn't know. No, wouldn't know. Would have, have any idea. I've heard that you can get bubbly water now. There's different. They have like fancy machines in there where you can select different oh, wow. flavors of bubbly water, so you don't have to buy Lacroix anymore. Wow. And I guess there's fancy containers and everything too for for these machines. But again, we wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I don't. I don't necessarily understand. Yeah. The desire to do that when you're not letting your workforce back, but. But hey. That's over my pay grade. <laughs> I'm just down here. I'm just down here. Maybe 2025. 2025 after a couple. So an interesting thing is I actually just got a new role as of yesterday. I accepted a new role. So I'll be moving into a newer part of the business, which is actually more close to your side where you yep. are now. Yep. Are you considered GM or are you just your own thing because of who you support? I'm well, yeah, because I'm I'm under the uh my the the person I report into is a general manager. Is on the GM side. Okay, yeah. so yeah. that's that's a different. I'm I'm considered marketing center of excellence. So I'm going to be moving into a strategist marketing role, which I'm very excited about. Lots of key learnings. That's another corporate speak. Yep. What are your favorite corporate speaks, Natalie? I love Circle Back. I mean, and you and I use that Circle we, Back every time we, we talk. We brought it home. It's yeah. Uh, that one's my favorite. Um, I, and you know what? And I will on occasion write it in an email strictly because I hope it gives somebody else a chuckle on the other end. Sure. Cause I'm not really saying it seriously, but it does make sense. Let's circle back. But when you overuse it, um, one that I never understood, uh, was like, like a, st- somebody was like a stake in the ground or let's get a stick, like kind of like put a pin in it, stake it. In- I don't, I, would, I never <laughs> Something really- about taking something and piercing something. Piercing no something. big deal. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never really understood that one. Um, yeah. Let's put a, let's put a pin in it. Let's, let's, you know, that stake isn't necessarily in the ground. So we're talking about not a physical meat stake. No. I don't think we're no. talking about like a tent stake, mm-hmm. but the, the stake isn't necessarily in the ground or the stake is in the ground. That was one I haven't heard as, as many times. Circle back is a very popular one. Very popular. I feel like we don't get to experience it as much no. anymore. No, um, we don't. It's that always used to happen when you would be in a room with yeah. a bunch of people and like <laughs> folks, <laughs> Folks wouldn't necessarily know what to say in a given instance, so they, the corporate, speak, the corporate would just, speak just pop right out. Yep. You'd sometimes get like three in a row, and that's when you knew the meeting was done. Yep. All right, well, let's go ahead and take this offline. We'll make sure that we circle back. We've got a lot of key deliverables now. <laughs> Meeting's over, I guess. And you just did the trifecta yep. Yep. of meeting closures. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. It sounds good, though. It does sound good. It, it sounds, sounds like you know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. not... Well, I guess the meeting's over. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, but you can you can you can talk about all the corporate speak and um, what's what's the name of the uh, that YouTube channel Trey, Trey or Trent and uh, I'll have to like look it up here. But there's there's that fun YouTube channel video thing where the people talk about doing a conference call and they do that video. You remember what I'm talking about? Oh, where they do the, they're in a conference room, but it looks like they're on video or it's supposed to be like, they're acting like they're on video. Yeah. They're acting like they're on video or on the phone, but everybody's actually like in the room. Oh man, that one is so classic. Yeah. Conference call. Let me see if I can pull this up. Yes. Trip and Tyler. That's the one, a conference call in real life. Trip and Tyler, YouTube that it's funny. They have a couple different, uh, couple different little like funny corporate things because it's so true so true you know and obviously if you were like let's say you're going to start in corporate 
you know, now, let's say you just, you would have never experienced that because no. you're probably going to work virtual at the time. That's so weird to think about is that there's yeah. people joining the workforce that they'll never know. They won't know Mm-mm. for who knows how long, what it's like to work in yeah. an office environment. Yeah. We have new people that still like, will join the company. I think we have two newer people. One of them is, I can't remember if this is her first job out of college or like the second job, but she's like only a year or two maybe out of college. And there's another person who just had joined the department who has worked in a couple other similar roles. So more, more kind of like developed, but yeah, this, this young person basically literally has, has only worked virtually, which is wild to think about. You ever Mm -hmm. think about what the psychology is that, that we're going to experience like in studies 20 to 15 years from now, the psychology of people going through COVID at different life stages. Yes. And I'm going to be interested to see how that turns out. I'm going to be interested to see where my psychology lands, like yeah. where, where in the category you'll have to unmute yourself if you want to say, I Oh, you are. Uh, my question is, are there new corporate speaks for the virtual world now? Have um, you heard any? I feel like your area loves corporate speak more than my area. They do. Um, I don't know if I've necessarily picked up on any. I mean, of course, there's still the it, maybe not maybe not as much corporate speak, but there's always the oh, looks like my looks like my Teams isn't working. Okay, oh my who's gosh. on the call? Okay, so it's more oh, about the technology. It's technology. Yeah. Oh look! Oh gosh! Okay. Shoot! I'm so sorry. I my I got kicked off, and I'm dialing in on my cell phone. That's a good one. That's or, classic. Sure. Yes. Yeah. My system so, is really slow. Sorry, guys. Yep. Or, Sorry, my system. Oh, give me slow. just a minute here. I'm going to share my screen. Oh, can everybody see my screen? That's a, yes. that's, that's a classic. That's huge. And I get, yep. uh, that's one that actually gets me like pretty annoyed. It's like, what? So everybody on the phone needs to get off mute and say, yes, I can see your screen confirmed. <laughs> How about instead you just be like, I'm, I'm showing my screen. This is what I do. I'm sharing my screen. Let me know if you can't you see, see it. Yeah. There you go. Nobody says anything. Right. I don't need to wait because it's almost like, Everybody comes off mute almost at the same time. There's always that awkward, awkward pause, pause, like five seconds. Like who's yep. going to be the person who takes the initiative to to do the painful thing that's so hard, getting yourself mute. off mute. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I got to get off mute. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. And then I got to say, yes, I can see your screen. Thank you. Yep. Th- okay. I guess I'll get started. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Time to get started. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you can see, we have a robust <laughs> agenda today. <laughs> but these are uh, these are not things that happened when we. When you were in a meeting, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, because oh, yeah. you had the, you had the nice friendly discussion with your neighbor, no matter who you sat next to, you know, and then, you could, so yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, I miss walking it, to meetings. I do too. Yeah. Cause you, again, it's that transition stuff that you mm-hmm. don't, you don't, you don't get the transition period to go yeah. from work back. back to work or back yeah. to home from work. And yeah. you don't get to get yourself situated. Okay. I've got this meeting in 15 minutes because you'd always need that walk time, that prep time. Okay. Do I have everything that I need? What do I need to print out? Is my document saved? Uh, so like when you moved into your new -er role, everything was like, you remember like how everything used to get printed out Mm -hmm. and like now we don't really, obviously now because it's virtual, we don't print it out. But even before we did that, we had the new presentation rooms where you could essentially plug in your computer oh, yeah. and present. Mm-hmm. Did you did you uh, did you have issues with that? Um, well, you know me, and this technology is not really my thing. So, I mean, once I got it figured out, um, dongle the dongle would dongle in. Yep. Um, which was clever. I mean, that was always you know that was always nice. It isn't in my newer role. 
um, we still did print. We still did print things out, which I like printouts. Mm-hmm. We printed out our decks. Yep, so people could write notes and you know uh, do that. But then, but then there was a certain point. Then when everybody um, would bring their laptops, so then there would kind of be a havesy. Like, should I print or are we just all going to share? Vice versa. I, I don't know. It was an, it was, it was like kind a weird a, transitionary period because everybody at that point had laptops. Yep. So you could have what the presenter was going to present on your laptop in the room, but it wasn't like a requirement. There was like, right, right, right. there was like new options, but there wasn't like an official, this is the best practice. Yeah. Yeah. There was no like hardcore cutover. Like right now we're never going to print ever again. You know? Yeah. It was kind of a, uh, but you felt more green. Like, I don't have to print off as many things. Because yeah. back when we first started, we printed everything. Everything, yep. We didn't have self-printers, but we had very nice printers that we would basically send a document there. You'd go to that printer, you'd put in your little number, and then it would print off whatever you wanted it to print off. Unless there were printer problems. Which happened. <laughs> All the time. Semi-frequently. Yeah. yeah. I always enjoyed the... Uh, stapler stapling it at the same time that it came out of the printer oh yes that was a a great feature yeah it would double side print for you and then it would staple it for you as soon as it came out and then you would just pull it off and then you had it to hand to everybody yeah that was that was that is an amazing feature yeah that that, those were like the newer printers that we got at the new building were were quite quite fancy but it is just such a strange time now because everybody is working from home. And to your point earlier, there's no plan. I mean, they, they keep pushing it back. It's mm-hmm. always like, I think originally we were going to return in July of this year. I think so. Which were obviously yeah. passed. And then it was September. September. Mm-hmm. And then now it's just 2022. Yeah. No month or anything. Future date. <laughs> Future date, 2022. Mm-hmm. Don't hold your breath, folks. Yep. But it does work. I just don't, I don't like it for long I don't like it for long term. So you you got you have an interesting situation because both you and Steve work full time. Mm-hmm. I work. Kim does some side hustles. Mm-hmm. You do some side hustles. I do partake in the side hustle. What are your <laughs> What are your side hustles? Uh, so I am a digital marketing designer on the side, and I do uh, creative elements for individuals who need them. Yeah, so you know how to like make a website. It's true. You yeah, know which how is an to. amazing talent. Yeah. Yes. Quite the skills, but it's not like a full paid time thing. So you're Correct. here taking care of the kids while I'm usually working. Yep. And then and we're doing homeschool during the day and right things because we're not down with the online school thing. Yeah. So we're singing multiplication tables while you're on a call downstairs. You're singing multiplication yeah, we, yes, we tables. Sing. That's how you remember the better as you sing them. I didn't know that. It's true. Look at that. You That's sing so multiplication fun. tables. So yeah. Anyway, all that to say. We that's how we've kind of navigated through the working from home thing where I'm siloed down in the basement, which works mm-hmm. pretty good. I actually, when when I first heard that we were going to be working from home, I was very much against it, very much like not confident that it was going to work. I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine like being at home with the kids, being able to come down and interrupt. But shockingly, it has worked out. And I feel like, I mean, we've kind of described what it's like, but I I get the sense that it is working across the company. And I think... It's work. It, it helps a lot of people where both of the both of the people work because mm-hmm. to your point, you can go, you can t- pause, walk to where the bus stop is, pick up your kids, or go pick up your kids, come back, log on. But the lines are really blurred. So talk to folks about how you 
before we had very clear lines Mm -hmm. because you would go to work and you'd be done with work. You might be able to take your laptop home, but that wasn't the norm. So how do you keep boundaries between work and your personal life in your working from home? Um, you know, I feel like that I did feel like at the beginning, I do feel like it was hard, right? Cause it was just so unknown. And anytime before we would work from home, it may have just been like, Oh, a kid's sick today. So I got to, you know, and so, and then sometimes on those days, because you were f- being forced to work from home from some outside reason, um, you know, a kid was sick or a kid had a doctor's appointment. Those days were always a little fuzzy anyways, because you, you, you were, you still wanted to log on to get your stuff done, but it wasn't like going, you know, mentally in my mind at that point, I'd be like, okay, it's okay. Cause I'm going to be back. Like I'll save X, Y, and Z to do tomorrow when I'm back in the office and I can really like focus. I'll have my, gotta have dual monitors. I got my dual monitors. I've got my whole setup and then I can really focus in. So that was, that was the only thing to compare to were those days when I worked from home, which, you know, again, they were, they were, they were interrupted some way or the other. Otherwise I wouldn't have been working from home. So I feel like now, you know, and I, and I know a lot of people have said that, right? Like you have a dedicated, like you're in the basement, you need a dedicated space. We have our monitors. Um, you know, even when the kids are there, like you said, it, surprisingly, you know, I mean, I would tell my kids and they're older, I have to be on a call. I have to speak on the call. You know, I need you guys to, um, not fight and claw each other's faces. Right. Yes. So, uh, you know, please, please help mommy out, you know, while I'm doing that. Which, how do they, how do they respond? Um, pretty well. Yeah. Pretty well. Um, you know, the older girls, especially, especially my middle one, she's very motherly, you know, mommy's on a call. Don't, don't, you know, we have to, and I'll like hear her whisper. She's the leader. Run away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but, but like, but you're right. I mean, it is so in good ways and in bad, um, or, you know, positive and less positive because not that it's bad, but to say, well, I'm, I'm here all day. And if I see a load of laundry that needs to be put in, like, maybe I'll just like, run in and go put this little yeah. laundry in and why not? Cause I'm, you know, cause I always think, well, if I was in the office, I would walk down to get coffee or maybe I would walk down and stop at your desk and chat with you for five or 10 minutes, right? Like you had those mental breaks. It's not like we would all be chained to our desk uh, all right. day, right? You'd have, everybody needs those mental breaks, but now the mental break, instead of uh, walking and maybe talking to one of your work friends or, hey, I like, I need a moment to unwind. Like, I'm, I'm going to go get a walk downstairs and get a coffee. I'm going to go f- refill my water. Right? Like, all of those moments were reset moments. Yes. Where you just had to get walk up. Walk away from your desk. And walk away from your Don't desk. Don't look at the email for a minute. Exactly. What's interesting now is when you when you walk away from your desk and you're like, oh, my gosh, there's kid toys on the floor. <laughs> oh, my gosh, laundry needs put in. So what happens is you're, you're you know we've talked about this before, especially with mom brain. And then you start spiraling to all these things that need to happen. Right. So maybe I was spiraling to all these things that I need to work on with work, but then I turn around and instead of getting that mental couple reprieve for reprieve, exactly. Now I'm walking into my home spinning, yep. right. Or yep. like, Oh my gosh, the, you know, maybe these dishes didn't get in the dishwasher. So to me, that's a little hard. Um, 
and there's been occasions where, you know, I have a Chipotle that's like 10 minutes away. Like what, you know, I'm like, I'm just going to drive and get Chipotle. And it's weird. And I feel like in those moments, which does bring me back to when I used to be able to drive to yeah. work, yeah. you do like you turn on the radio, you know, and, and you're just, you, you're driving, you're focused on that and, and everything else kind of falls away. So, yeah. um, that's why everybody, you know, everybody, Oh, I love working from home. It's so great. I can get so many things done, which is true. But you know, the, the mental kind of just like, you're always on, you're either always on with work or you're always on with home and you don't ever really get to, you know, pause that. Or just like I said, kind of have that, that step away time. So, um, even if, you know, there's things that you could do to, you know, but it's not like you're going to go out and garden for an hour. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's a, you know, it's a couple minute thing. So I feel like that's, I feel like that's hard. Um, and that's to me, unless you have worked from home for a super duper duper long time, um, that that would, that's going to be something that I'll always kind of have to work on and really control to not let the spin of either one, you know, get to me. Yeah, that's that's a big thing that we miss is the the even just the mental break, like where we would just be like, let's just run over, get lunch, let's grab something yeah. to go. Yep. You, you hop in the car with a couple work pals or by yourself. You could run an errand. Maybe yep. Kim would call me and be like, hey, I need some diapers. Hey, I'm out of almond milk. Oh, let me go run and get some almond milk for you. <clears throat> we don't really do that. But now being at home, it's it the lines are so blurred, like you said. So you get out of bed where you would have to like get dressed, get in the car, turn it on, turn on the radio, listen to it, drive to work. You just don't have any of that. Walking up the stairs, walking from the park, like yep. that walk time, that's yep. a level of exercise. What do you do? Because we, <laughs> we used to talk about that all the time. So... Here's so we got standing desks. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Like so the company started offering standing desks even when we were at our first initial building and the but the thing was when we started with the standing desk you and I both got one. It wasn't like a unit. It was they permanent. literally lifted the whole Yep, there was no sitting down. No sitting down. I remember I didn't have a mat to stand on for like the first couple of weeks. I don't remember why, but I remember coming in in like work shoes and like standing on that like what steel floor because you <laughs> the carpet is basically just to look at and my feet just got so i i would take my chair turn it around and kind of like, like sit on, on my knees yeah. <laughs> type because there was and you couldn't, you do couldn't that. stand there all no, day. no 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 and you couldn't do that for very long but there was no i mean there yeah there was no uh which it did force you to you know stand there all day which i was good it took but, me, it took the body a while to adapt. And like you said, mm-hmm. like figure out what kind of to do. Yeah. Uh, cause boy, you'd get my back. I think my low back would get stiff. Yeah. And then I remember bringing in like running shoes. Yeah. You'd have, yeah, you'd change. And then I remember shoes. going to a meeting, forgetting that I had those shoes on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was fun. Um, but then, then we eventually got like standing desk units where yeah. you could like lift you could lift the desk up. You could set it back down. There was a couple different units that we had. Um, but I, I can remember like when we went from standing to not standing as much, just feeling like kind of gross. Kind of icky. Sitting mm-hmm. at your desk all the time. And so we would always mm-hmm. talk about like, I don't know, 
I'm not being very active right now. I guess maybe I should just go get a bag of Cheetos, eat some in Cheetos. Break, in the break room. <laughs> in the break room. Just <laughs> take it. Well, let's go free, get some donuts. Free food in the break room. Where's some donuts? Yeah. Um, that was a thing. Free food in the break. It was gone. Oh, if my there gosh. Were, you're there's right. There's leftover birthday cake in the break room. Everybody would. There was a rock. I didn't. Ca- you know that. I didn't care about no, the you birthday don't, cake. No, you didn't. But most everybody else did. Pretty much everybody else <laughs> was very excited about that leftover birthday cake. Yeah. But then you had somebody that, like a catering that would happen, or somebody oh, would have like a pizza catering, something. Yes. And it would be le- like people would bring those leftovers into the break room. You needed to have the intel, right? Yeah. And there was a supply line of like who would say what to who, and like you would get the intel. There's food in the break room. You didn't yeah. announce it. No emails would no. go out. That's inappropriate. Because there's a limited supply. Everybody needs to understand there's a limited supply. First come, first serve. Exactly right. And I remember those times, yeah, like there's like two boxes of leftover donatas. Gone. Go go get some pepperoni, pepperoni pizza. And there would always be like a nice veggie option. Typically there would always be a veggie option. Or when people had potlucks and then it was the leftover potluck food too. Yes. You would you would notify your internal partners. Yeah. Oh, and then, but then few. what would happen is then people you didn't even know. Oh yeah, that just worked show in up. a completely different department would walk around. I don't even and work for this company. <laughs> oh, you must have piggybacked your way in here. That's a no no. <laughs> but yeah, people like you wouldn't even know would just yeah. show up after you had. So like a potluck would be literally everybody like signs up to bring something to this thing. Everybody like stages all of the food usually at a line of desks or in the break room. Yeah. And then it's like an hour. You just go in, try all the dips. It's a dip off. It's a dip so off. there's all oh, the dip different. Offs often, all that was the probably time. my favorite. Somebody would make like that buffalo, Hot buffalo chicken. chicken. Oh man. Um, cheesy. Diver it made was really always, good buffalo chicken dip. There was cheesy no, nonsense. Yeah, and then like the one healthy option nobody would eat. Nope, it would was just sit there. The cheesy, creamy bread, yeah, bread crackers, yeah, just mm, dipping all the goodness. nachos. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd feel a little bit a little bit funky after. And then you'd have to go and go back to your standing desk because if you sat down Then you really felt then you really felt bad. Like you had let yourself down Mm -hmm. in a big way. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. That's really funny. Um but yeah, you we don't get to do any of that stuff anymore. So yeah, like for me it's kind of very similar where there's if I haven't been outside of the house in like four days, I'm like, I I just gotta go for a drive. Yep. Or even going to the grocery store. You're like Oh, this yeah, is Kim great. will be like, "Oh, I'm he'll gonna ask go." Me. Like, Literally, he'll do you ask need me, is anything? Is there anything you need? I'll be like, "Babe, I already went shopping." He'll be like, "Are you sure?" Yeah, there's well, nothing oh, you need. Forgot this one thing. We can always back. we can always right. use a backup set of diapers yeah, right. for the youngest. Just yeah. I'm just I'm gonna go. Yeah. Can you tell me something that I can pick up, please? Yeah. So I'm starting to come up with things like, yeah. "Oh yeah, you can just go get this." Just go to the dollar store, get a couple of pencils. Somebody yes. will use them. Yep. Boys always need batteries for their. We always need batteries in the house. Batteries. For uh, some electronic device Mm -hmm. uh, that is usually car related. Um, But yeah, getting outside of the house is really important. And then for me, I've noticed that I'm not moving around as much. Mm -hmm. And I think winter, it's even worse than it is now. So I've consciously been trying to be like, I'm going to wake up a little bit early, er, and then I'm going to like ride the bike, ride the stationary bike for 10 minutes. Uh, instead of sitting, because I, I have my standing unit here, so I can like stand up, but there's something about like standing at my desk when I really need to think or just like type something out or do something where it's just easier to like sit, sit. for some mm-hmm, reason. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't stand as much as I did, 
I think, in my other role, in this newer role. I'm curious if that's going to change in my new job that I don't even start until like the end of, of this month. But uh, yeah, so like, is there anything that you do? Like, what are your tactics for making sure that you just don't sit at your desk all day? You kind of mentioned a few. Yeah. The other thing I, I uh, started doing is making a conscious effort. Now in the summer, I would do it before I logged on because the kids weren't weren't going, but maybe like at lunch or something is either take like 20, 30 minutes and do a YouTube workout video. There you go. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's virtual, right? So you're in the virtual environment. I really didn't do that before, Yep. but yeah, when um, you're sit, when you're at the, in the office, you don't necessarily do a workout. No, 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 no. I couldn't be like, "Hey guys, hang on a minute." Hold on, pulling up a YouTube video. YouTube, don't mind me. Lay out my little yoga mat here. Yeah, yeah. But you have the, again, that's a positive. It goes back to you know I can take twenty minutes to myself because it at the uh, building we did have a gym. Yep. So people would you know and they would encourage you to go down and I would go ten thirty um, to eleven yeah, usually. You know, and you ha- you could even to just walk right to because it does and it and it. It does mentally help. You know, the problem is, is if you have a really busy day or, you know, you, you can't uh, pull yourself away um, and, you know, and then kids get home and then the evening happens and it gets kind of crazy. So yep. um, making a conscious effort doesn't happen every day, but yep. if I can and I feel good about the work volume for the day is making sure I do that. Yep, I'm pretty similar. I've got my push-up bars right next to my desk. Also, some dumbbells. Do you do you remember, do you remember the the bicycle? <laughs> so to keep. Did under, you buy one too? No, I think you bought one, or I forget. There was a couple, but it didn't work. No, it didn't work at all. So basically, we all were kind of thinking like, oh, we're not because we didn't have a gym. We didn't have a gym in the building yet because that hadn't been built. So everybody was like trying to figure out, not everybody, but there was a group of us that were trying to figure out ways to maybe be a little bit more active than just sitting at our desk all day. So a couple people purchased an Amazon like stationary bike pedals. It's not a whole bike. It's literally just the pedals. Goes under your desk. Goes under your desk and then you're supposed to pedal. The problem is... It's really hard to pedal and work at the same time, but also when you try pedaling, if your chair has wheels, which all of our chairs have wheels, <laughs> it would you yeah. would just like push yourself backwards. Yeah, there was no. It was really annoying. Yeah, it was like the infomercial. Like it didn't work. If there were an infomercial for this, yeah, it didn't work yep. the way that that it was. That you pictured to, but... it in your head. Mm-hmm. It did not go according to how to you plan. pictured yourself. Because in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just sit here and I'll just pedal yep. all day. That'll yep. increase the blood flow. That'll increase, you yeah. know, circulation. Or they did now, remember, they did have two on the third or fourth floor. They had two treadmills treadmills that you could put your laptop on, which I don't think I ever used because, frankly, I don't. I, I can't work from my laptop. Well, I can't work from my laptop, and I don't think I could, like, it's like walking and chewing gum at the same time or yes. you know, whatever that, like whatever that like, coordination, whatever that level coordination is. thing is. I don't think I could focus me either. And I knew a couple of people who tried to do it. And like, so in that, in that instance, I was doing the targeting. So I would use like SAS and SQL and I would query our databases and I would find our marketing populations and create mail files. That's what I was doing. You were still managing marketing programs, mm-hmm. but either of those types of jobs, taking your laptop you couldn't really like no. do either of those jobs while trying to walk. No. Now I do know that you can buy treadmills now for your desks, like for home. So you could have one. I think my boss actually has one. My current boss right now has. So like in the middle of a meeting, she'll put her standing desk up and then she will 
walk on the yeah. treadmill. But then sometimes you might end up out of breath in the middle of the meeting. That would be awkward. Hey, guys, <laughs> I can't handle walking apparently anymore. Where's my inhaler? Well, that was like walking up to the third floor. Yes. That happened. Even for me, that last, that last, that last trail of stairs got me every time. Yeah, because you'd be walking from the parking lot to the back stairs because you would be at the back of the building and then you would walk up three flights of stairs. Yep, and it was that last turn. That last turn got everybody. Don't ask me how I'm doing. Don't say good morning. I need a minute. I need. Let me catch my breath. I need a hot minute. (laughs) I need a hot minute to catch my breath. Um, But yeah, so I'm very interested to hear like kind of like what other people are doing in the working from home situation, like what it's like for them you don't get the social interactions that we used to get. You don't get to... I remember the last role that I was in before this one, so customer analytics. I remember somebody went to Costco to get some things, and me and this other guy were like, well, apparently Costco pizzas are a thing. So we had them pick up like the giant Costco pizza for us, and then we just split it at our desk. We didn't even finish the whole thing, but like you can't do that anymore. No. I mean, I guess you could order it yourself. Yeah, you could, but it's not, as, it's not as fun. It's not as healthy. It's not as fun. No. there's no You don't get that level of camaraderie. So one of the things to work around that kind of stuff that I've noticed some coworkers have done is like I actually have like two different touch bases scheduled with like three to four people that we used to work with, and they just want to connect and talk. Yeah. Do you do anything like that? Mm. We should probably have one. We should. Um, no. And it's hard because, you know, you always, I think it's always like the rand, like you got to call somebody for a question and then you kind of start talking. That happened yesterday. I actually had a meeting on to talk with some, someone for the full 30 minutes. We didn't, we didn't talk about what the meeting was supposed to be. And she's right. like, well, I guess we're going to have to make uh, another, another meeting. meeting next week. Um, but it was so good. Right. And it was so good to connect with people and, and, um, build relationships and all that good stuff. Cause those were the things that maybe you were talking about that you would do walking to a meeting or yes. the first five minutes. Right. And you'd, you'd have that, uh, human connection and, and interaction, um, that we just don't, you know, we don't you get just that. don't get, and, and it isn't this, it's not the same, you know, there's really no, uh, replacement for being, you have to be proactive, you, now it's when it, when incredibly it pro right or connecting. yeah like you have to physically put time on someone's calendar and like hey we're both going to be on video you know and right and it's not it's not as organic as an, and you know oh you just saw, i saw somebody in the parking lot or i saw somebody in the hallway or somebody kind of swung by my desk because they had a minute and were in the neighborhood or w- whatever that may be that doesn't happen anymore so yeah the um in in w- I had this conversation, I forget with who, but they were like, really time kind of stopped in that moment. Because if I saw somebody that I worked with outside of work now, they, it wouldn't really matter where they were. They could work at any other company. Yeah, I would still be like, how's it going? You know, this is going on because those were the relationships that I had with those people at that time. Right. Years. I mean, we've worked there for years. So years you're, you know, hanging out with these people. Um, so that's, what's kind of weird and interesting is as new people start, you know, are the relationships the same? No, they're because they can't be right. Like you're only in a dedicated meeting or a dedicated touch base with somebody and you try to get to know someone for a couple minutes, but it's, it's just not the same because it's not that like all the things we were, you know, we were talking about the, 
you know, the fun, the fun times, the funny things, walking to a meeting, being in a meeting, having something funny happen. And, you know, you just don't, those organic moments don't happen anymore. Right. So do you guys feel like because you're not seeing each other, you're not like physically seeing other people, that's that visual element that's missing of things that aren't just Yeah, verbal. being in the same physical space is, yeah. a, is, a, is a big yeah. difference. Because even on video, it's it's just, it's just not the doesn't same. doesn't feel right. real. No, no. Like I, I had a new... Um, a new manager start and I've met him one time in person and meeting him in person was huge. I mean, it was a, you know, it, it was a huge help. And, you know, I was like, Oh, finally, you know, finally we get to meet in person. And we had that happen because we like when we would work with people, mm-hmm. uh, maybe at like uh, a vendor or something like that. Right. And you'd finally meet them in person. Oh my gosh, this is, this so is you. Great. This is your face. Wow, yeah. This is amazing. This is so helpful. Right. And we would all have this like great aha moment. And really then your relationship would be uh, so much more complete, if you yes. will, mm-hmm. even yeah. if you only met, you know, in person a couple times, but then when you would have that next phone call or next email, you just felt so much more personal um, with them and connected to them. Right. So, uh, you know, that's what I mean. It's, it's just, it's so interesting. Um, as we said, and then for these, young children that are coming in to the workforce, this is all they'll ever in a corporate sense, right? I mean, not for, you know, people that have to, to work, um, to work, work places. Where you physically have to be be there, but yeah, for anybody in a corporate setting where, you know, and there's a lot of uh, positives and they've grown up in a virtual world, but you know, what are they, what connections are they missing? And, you know, are they able to, um, develop relationships in the same way. I don't know. That's like kind of what you were saying, like in, in 10, 15, 20 years, how is there, you know, building a relationship and working on that? I don't know. I think that would be really interesting. hundred percent. Um, yeah. Of how that unfolds. It'd be very interesting to go through starting at a new company in this, in this situation. Mm, yeah. I'd be very curious to know how the onboarding is. I mean, the two people that just started in our department, when they initially started, I had a lot of conversations with them, but I'm, I've just been so really busy. I mean, fall's a very busy time getting ready to come into holiday. So we're always like really busy during fall. I haven't, I haven't talked with these new people hardly at all, but when we were in the office, you would always see each other when you would come in. And so you would always have a conversation now, unless again, to the proactive thing that we were saying, unless you are proactive, you, days can go by and you yep. don't even have a conversation. Like we, my immediate team, we talk all the time, but there's two other teams in our department. I rarely seen. talk with people nope. in other departments because, mm-hmm. because of this. So um, I was curious if you had the option, if they were like, it's up to you to go into the office or not, what would you pick? Would you, con- would you do a hybrid? If, if it was the old, if it was the old office with like an actual cube and I had my own space, I would have absolutely, absolutely done a hybrid. Um, you know, knowing how much our specific company that we work for, and I think this has happened with other companies mm-hmm. too, is they've um, completely reimagined or, or, you know, re-envisioned what the, the corporate working space looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It's hard. It was like me saying, oh my gosh, you're going to work from home full time. Okay. I don't know. What is that going to look like? I have to like live through that before I can say, wow, this is amazing or, or whatnot, or here's the challenges that I face. Um, so, but, but no one's gone back to our 
the place we work for. So no right. one's really been able to give, or anybody that I work with has been able to give their full testimony of that. So, um, I would hope eventually again, I, and I've, I've, I thought that before any of this happened, I think my super ideal, uh, you know, balancing being a mom, uh, being a wife, you know, having that personal life, but still having a career and investing in my career would be, you know, kind of a two days in three days at home, just so I could have the interactions and make sure I was developing those relationships. Uh, but then being able to be present at home and, you know, have a little bit of that flexibility, right? Because everybody that I talk to, there's just like we've been talking about, there's positives of both aspects of them. Right. But for me, I think merging those and meshing those to, to get the most out of each situation, that would be my ideal. I think I land in the same boat. I, I used to want to just get back in and go full time at work again. I think I like the idea of a hybrid Mm -hmm. now at this point where, like you said, three days in the office, two days at home, I love the flexibility, but yeah, it's the rumors are that we don't have our own spaces anymore. The rumor is that it's you go in and you claim a spot. Essentially, it'll be very interesting to see what that looks like over the long term. One thing I do, you remember like how we would always just talk about like different TV shows that we were watching. Mm -hmm. Office was still on when we started. Was it really? I think it. I think the Office was still on. It definitely was still on when we started. Wow. And then let's see what else. Walking Dead. Yep. I don't remember. If that started, I don't think it started. I think it started. It started before then. Because walking started before yeah. them. Yeah, I think. But it we was... used to talk about that, and then we just all stopped watching it. I think at the same time we did, like season five or six or something, maybe. Yeah. And then True Detective. Oh, that was a good one, but only the first season. The second. Yeah, season, the second season oof. was not was not, a, not very. That well. was not a home run. Did no. you see the third season? I didn't. I started watching it. It not as good as the first no. one. The first season is. Yeah. Amazing. It's basically just like a longer movie. Yeah. And then Game of Thrones. Naturally. What a letdown. <laughs> Let's circle back to that. We're going to circle back on that. We'll do a Game of Thrones review we episode maybe have, sometime. In Lance, you read the book. So you, you know, you're always like, well, here's what happens in the books. And, you know, and I, Lance knows this about me. I, everybody could, t- you could see a movie. I'm like, what happens? You don't end? care about spoilers. I don't care. No, I yeah. want to know. I need to know. That way I can mentally prepare myself for what's going and to emotionally. come next. And emotionally. So yep. tell me what happens. I'm still going to see Is so-and-so it. still alive? Yeah, you're not ruining it for me at all. So you would take me through the books. Here's what happens. Then we would compare, even though I didn't read the books, because I'm going to be, I'm not a huge book reader. You're not going to read is, a 550-page book. No. Yeah. No. Not going to happen. Um, but man, yeah, that was a huge letdown. Yeah, because we got to the point where the books just uh, veered off. Where where the, the books stopped, yeah. and then the, and then they kept going past the books. Where before that, the books went like really far ahead of where the TV show was, and then suddenly the TV show goes ahead of where the books are, yeah. and then you find out how everything ends, and yeah. it was such a letdown. I mean, years of our life. Yeah. Years. I, if I if of I could go life. back and if I had known everything, I just wouldn't even bothered reading the books or watching the yeah. series. Yeah, that was that was a bummer. Big letdown, which I know a lot of people that I know act absolutely despise that TV series, but that's okay. That's okay. That's all right. Teach their own. Um, and let's see what else. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Who's your favorite Lord of the Rings character, Natalie? Well, naturally, it's Frodo because sure. I 
Um, you had a crush on Elijah oh, Wood? Oh, Elijah Wood. When oh, you my were a gosh. Kid? Yes. I <laughs> and wrote him a letter <laughs> in the second or third grade. I'm pretty sure it was the second. From what movie my, did you know him from back then? Um, well, he was in what? For, I don't, Forever I, Young. He was he in was Forever in. Young, and that one was kind of sad. Um, Huck Finn. That was a Disney. Oh, I never saw that. Yeah. Yeah, he was Huck Finn, and there was a Tom Sawyer character as well. Uh, that was in a pretty sure that was with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I'm pretty really? sure. Yeah. J- that was a different, yeah, that was a different Kim's one. Not so, a- yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Elijah Wood was yeah the main actor in that and he just did a fantastic job. Got Such it. a good movie. Okay. Um, very sobering. I watched it with my kids and I was like, Huck wow. Finn? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I remember watching an ancient movie, like probably that was done in the fifties or sixties. Yeah. Or something like that of Huck Finn and being like, this is a kind of a sad tale. Yeah, it was very good though. Very, very mm-hmm. good. Um, loved him. So yeah. And I, and here's what's great. I was in high school when those movies were out. Lord of the Rings? Yeah. I was yeah. in college. Yeah. Because we have but, what, three or four year a cu- age difference? Uh, yeah, a couple. Yeah. yeah. So you were in um, high school when the Lord of the Rings came out. Were you as huge of a fan then? Um no, not starting, not starting out. Now, my dad had the books, yeah. this, like the 70s, so I knew what it was, but and I'd only read a couple pages. Got it. Um, but no, but then watching it, obviously. Yeah, just amazing. taken away. Taken away. And we talked about this before when I had hours to, before kids, <laughs> anytime I was in a bad BK, mood. before yeah, kids. before kids. Just put on one of those movies and just... Lose Just, lose yourself in there. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Put yeah. It for four hours. I remember sitting in the theater when Fellowship of the Ring came out. I think we went down to the Lennox on campus. I think that's where we were. Me and like a group of my friends and we watched it. And I remember sitting next to one of my buddies. Um, he's in the military now. He's an eye doctor in the military. But he and I were sitting next to each other. We were just diehard fans. Love Lord of the Rings. I'd only read the books maybe once or twice. So not like one of the next level fans, right. but I just, I love stories like that. And I think we got like to a certain point in the movie and we knew how long it was. And I think we both checked our watch and we were like, we still got like an hour and a half. <laughs> this is so great. And then it ended. And then you knew that you weren't going to see anything for else a for year. a year, yeah. which was still great. I mean, you didn't have to wait for an unknown amount of time or two years. Yeah. What did, did you have any concept when you watched those movies, when you watched Fellowship of the Ring, you watched it in the theater, did you have any concept of what you were watching? I mean, you had never read the book, so you didn't know what happened. Did you think, spoiler alert, did you think Gandalf died? No. You didn't, no. so you knew that. No. I had a friend who thought Gandalf was dead for the whole year. Really? Yeah, because he never read the books or anything, and I, I guess we didn't talk about it, but he's like, yeah, wait, he's back? Like when we watched the second one? Spoiler oh, alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> When we watched the second one in theaters next day, he's like, oh, I thought, I thought he was dead. Yeah, no, I, um, I don't know if maybe, because my dad had read the book, so I don't know if maybe I had asked, and of course it had been a while for him, but maybe I asked him or something. Sure. Um, I, I can't remember. And th- yeah, there was no like readable internet at that time, like meaning on your phone or something right. where you could like spoiler alert or her. Yeah, so, crazy? No, you just, so you, you just watched the movie for what it was. You're like, that was glorious. I can't wait. And then you waited for the next one to come out. 
There yep. weren't like, well, who, you know, what's going to happen? Here's what we saw on set. There was none of that. You just waited. That's so weird to think about that. Yeah. Just that it wasn't even that long it. ago. No, you it just wasn't. you didn't spend all this time online figuring out what no. was happening. You just got to enjoy it for what it was. Got and to then, see trailers. Yep. Got to anticipate it coming Until, out. Yeah, anticipate the DVD coming out. Oh my gosh! Now I can watch it at home. That's right. And then the extended cuts. Oh yeah. With with extra scenes that bumped the the movie time. I think from what oh, three yeah. hours to like four. Yeah. Four and so a half glorious. something like that. And I wa- and I, I was just so excited about it. We still watch them like kind of on occasion. Kim and I do. Did you like the Hobbit movies? I only watched one of those movies. I didn't. Didn't get into it. That's I feel like I, that's kind of I fairly feel, common. Yeah, yeah. Maybe now, like if I had time, I would. But like I was captivated when I started watching. Yes, Lord of it's the hard Rings. to recreate that. Yeah. So, and I think that's what, like anything else, it's almost like a sequel or something. You're like, eh, and you're kind of comparing it to the first one, and so yeah, it just didn't like the character development wasn't wasn't there quite as magical. Um, they just all had such good chemistry as well, like all of the Well, the, the, f- the first series of them was such a, on a... Like everybody had been... Everybody that liked Lord of the Rings, the books and the stories and everything, had been hoping for like a real, actual, like worthwhile movie of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, the studio originally just wanted it to be one movie. Yeah. And the... And the creators and the writers were very much like, this has to be at least three. Yeah. So finally, New Line picked it up. I think it was Warner Brothers that put their foot down. They're like, we're not doing it. And I think that's when New Line eventually picked it up. And they're like, okay, three movies. Um, anyway, I love rem- we love reminiscing about Lord of the Rings, so I couldn't let a conversation go by when we didn't talk about Lord of the Rings. Right. Yeah, we frequently use those memes and things. It's pretty Yes. Pretty great. Our meme game is pretty is pretty stellar. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the fact that we have access to memes on Teams is pretty great and GIFs. Yep. So, okay, I guess, well, we're getting quite close to time. So um, I just want to give you an opportunity to speak to whoever you can envision. I just picture a younger person, a younger person who is in corporate America, who wants to have a family, like whatever that might be. Just mm-hmm. what advice would you have to a younger, a younger version of yourself? You know, I think kind of like what we were saying, like, don't, one, don't compare yourself, right? Because I think that was, it's good. you know, you compare yourself and, and to your point, when I started there, when I started at the place that we work at now, um, I'd already had a family. So I was already in that pocket of people, right? Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people around me didn't. Um, so, you know, it's not, not comparing about what other, what other levels people are at or, like I said, Matt, maybe this person got this opportunity is really just kind of being okay with where you are and comparing yourself to yourself, right? Yeah. So as long as you're growing and that you're learning more and that each day, you know, you're asking questions and that you're growing, that's okay. That may not mean, you know, a great promotion in a year. Maybe that might be a couple years and to be okay with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Obviously having goals and things is important and that's okay, but uh, you know, to not set out and be like, I need to be a VP in the next five years. That yep. That's okay. And to just give yourself time. So you can, because man, you know, and, and right, like you said, you, you were saying to a person who wants a family, right? Because everybody has so many unique situations. But if I was to say who's somebody who really wanted family and that was part of their, part of their goal and they really wanted to be, um, a mom as well, it just goes by so fast, right? Like right. The, the younger years go by 
so, so, so fast. And, you know, that's what's so hard about being a working mom is you have this beautiful baby and then you have to leave it, you know, for eight hours, nine hours a day. And that's so, so, so hard. So to just, you know, um, spend as much time focused on your family and your children as you can, right? And, And really find that balance and not let yourself... Uh, it's very easily when you're in the workforce and you're there, like I said, to kind of compare, wow, what's this person doing? Or, you know, maybe, maybe, and everybody's journey is different. So right. um, to just, it's okay. Your time will happen, right? Mm-hmm. You're in, and put your time and energy where you want to focus it on or, mm-hmm. or vice versa. And if you, and if you want to spend more time with your family and you're in a role that, you know, makes you work until seven or eight o'clock at night. And maybe it's okay to even take a step back, right? To say, well, Hey, I'm going to, you know, maybe I managed people, but now I'm going to take a step back and, um, you know, switch roles, switch roles. Yeah. Or or take something that's a little bit less pressure to make sure that you're getting both, um, you know, or, or if you have the means to right? it's, I think it's okay. If you had a corporate, uh, job and, you get pregnant and you have a family and you want to stay home for a few years, that's okay too. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of that, that mix of whatever feels right for you and your family unit, yeah. um, to, to do what's right. And, and cause like I said, I mean, I think that's what I would try to tell myself is it just goes by so yeah. fast. My oldest is 10 and I'm like, I don't know how that happened. And in eight more years, you know, technically she could go off to college. And so now I'm on the flip side. I'm on the flip side of like, now I have less years with her meaning in school, right. That right. she could, you know, I'm not kicking her out at 18, but <laughs> technically she could You're go off. Here. Right. And, and be on her own. So now I've, I've flipped that switch. That just sounds so crazy to me, you know, cause it just feels like yesterday, like I said that we started working together and I was having all of my kids and, and things like that. So, um, you know, just, just knowing that it's okay wherever you are and to not put as much pressure on yourself for either your mom hat or your work hat. And just, you know, like everybody's doing their best and we're taking it day by day and you know, it's all, it's all going to be, it'll all work itself out. I always think like everything happens for a reason. Yeah. It's all going to work itself out. Even those in those really tough moments. If I look back with like babysitting care or whatever, mm-hmm. some way, somehow it will work out. Even if it's uncomfortable, you know, you'll work through it and you'll, you know, you'll get there. Yeah. That's really good. I I liked what you, the quote that you said, don't compare yourself to other people. I think Jordan Peterson has a quote that, goes along the lines of don't compare yourself to the people around you compare yourself to who you were yesterday yep and something like be better yep than who you were yesterday yep. and then you're on the right trajectory well natalie thanks for coming on the round table thank you for having me yep great conversation and uh we will see you all next time 